0: So, uh. Wow. I don't know who, but somebody. Uh, but they'll have it back together, no doubt, by the time sure. I return. Okay. Well, uh, uh 415.
1: Uh, Walnut Creek uh, used to be 415.
0: Yes, but, um, uh, many, it became many, a coveted, uh, uh. prefix. Like 510, yes. which uh, people yes. can't get anymore in the East Bay. And
1: 925 is now the Far East.
0: Not to mention a Dolly Parton movie.
1: Uh, <laughs> yes. Yes, indeed. Yeah, oh, so it's pretty coveted now, huh? Okay.
0: Well, oh, by so some, of course. Five, no. It's one of the seven deadly sins. Envy.
1: Yeah, the whole Bay
0: Area used to be 415. Right. Well, they're being given some soulless digital prefix without the classic resonance of 415 or 510. And that's what they get for being Johnny come latelys to this uh, socialist paradise.
1: (laughs) Well, uh. Oh, boy. (laughs) Well, well, you. Oh! got
0: rent control, yes. <laughs> yes, yes, that's why I can't move. I have to stay in this spot. Uh, uh, I could I, never I, live anywhere else in this city, even in this mm-hmm. state. In fact, I don't know where I could live without this uh, rent control of which you speak.
1: Well, uh, there's the generosity
0: of, of uh, people. Well, you mean uh, I have uh, to okay. sleep on somebody's sofa? Actually, no, that would be better than what I've got now. Well,
1: but you're, you're, oh, I imagine you'll be there for many, many to come. Um, uh, who knows? Uh, well, you, you're pretty settled in there. Uh, That's with true. The, with, the, with, the, with the mice. Are the mice still uh, Oh,
0: no, the mice have gone. Uh, they yeah, just left on their own, you know. They come, uh, they, they're there for a while, but they're not interested in staying.
2: They have departed. Okay. They have,
0: but we live above restaurants uh, where mice and rats are a constant. Uh, uh, oh, okay. They're, the mice
2: and rats are still
0: in the sure. Once I was walking down the street in front of my own apartment, and a large rat appeared and tried to run across the sidewalk and then got confused and ricocheted and caromed against the side of my shoe a big fellow as large as my foot or larger he really gave my shoe a whack but it was all a mistake a mistake he was confused he didn't know what to do i kept going i didn't you know generally what you should do is uh keep going to avoid being in a collision because if you continue at your exact speed they're more able to judge you know, how to avoid you. But in this case, I think his emotions got the better of him.
1: Well, uh, I know. Um, if, if when these rats, I know rats, there's the various rat poisons that make the rats appear drunk.
0: Yes. Well, you see, my uh, roommate feels, and I agree with him, that we shouldn't put poison in our environment. <laughs> our own sure. environment. Sure. No I've poison
1: somebody with a rat problem in their, in their place. Yes, and, I can uh, see
0: why you'd want to get rid of them in any they way. Put, they, they had put the
1: poison out and basically they had drunk rats walking around.
0: Um, it was very... It was hmm. Well, it sounds like not an unpleasant way to go. Uh, Alcohol is a poison that kills slowly, they say. Now what's bad are these <laughs> sticky pages that they uh, writhe on forever as they die. Those are terrible.
1: Uh, eventually
0: they got these
1: battery-powered in the rat trap. Oh no! It was, shocked, it
0: was shocked to the death. Oh God. Just like police brutality. Well, that's progress and, well, for you. The tazers, the, yes, the Tasing are, our rat uh, brethren to death. To death Someone will pay sometime the for house. these outrages.
1: Well, they're, they're well, yes, so they were seeking to get rid of the thing.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, of course.
1: Well, I guess they could put out the, uh, the big uh, wooden and metal uh, contraptions. But, uh, no, they just they had these battery-powered ones.
0: Well, uh, they sell some that don't work at all. They make an irritating noise which only irritates the human and the rat easily gets used to it.
1: Yes, and well, you could hear them being fried, I remember hearing.
0: Oh, no. That's barbaric, uh, horrible.
1: It was bad, but. I well,
0: wouldn't like and
1: it. Now, apparently they don't have any rat
0: well, yes, after that barbarism, uh, why would any self respecting rat go anywhere near there? Or if you have cats, they can smell them, and that in yes, itself is exactly an inducement. Well, then we've also had uh, loathsome uh, cockroach infestations. Oh, but no. they too have gone. Okay. Well, I'm good. My sister lived in uh, uh, Manhattan for a time, and that in her apartment she had a terrible cockroach problem, and they couldn't do much a, about it. But it was awful, you know, the way it, it gets. Oh, and sure. well, then sure. I was visiting, and I. I had to suggest to her that uh, certain uh, native peoples uh, have a gecko living running around free in their grass hut and the gecko eats all the insects and is shy and keeps out of sight. Well I'm always shooting off my mouth with facts like that which nobody wants to hear but my sister was paying attention and the next thing I knew when I spoke to her on the phone is she's announced she'd gotten a gecko and turned it loose in the apartment. Yes, and the gecko was shy. It didn't care to be viewed by the humans, but sometimes, uh, my sister said, if you were walking to the bathroom at night, you'd see its tail whisking around the the corner or something. Uh, It lived under the refrigerator. And uh, at night, which is when the gecko is active, it would go out and it would race around and kill the cockroaches not eat them but kill them it would crunch them and disable them and then only when it had killed them all it would gather them and bring the whole pile of dead or crushed uh, and dying roaches under the refrigerator then it would it would begin its feast but before it did it would make its signature cry which is where the gecko gets its name, according to my sister. And of course, I'm not imitating a gecko here. I'm imitating my sister imitating a gecko. But she said it sounded like. Get, 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 like that. And they would know. They would also hear the exoskeletons exosele- being crunched. And they would know that the cockroaches were being disposed of, and it really worked. There were no cockroaches to be seen. Cockroaches would enter the apartment, but they wouldn't leave. The gecko was busy constantly gathering them and making that sound, which you get used to, like any sound in the urban environment. And so, within my sister's apartment, uh, which was a nice apartment uh, for Manhattan on Riverside Drive, they uh, had uh, achieved uh, no cockroaches in their environment and a, a lizard who uh, you hardly knew was there but although that was the accommodation my sister had made in the rest of the building the other people were bothered by cockroaches more than ever indeed a number of them had fled my sister's apartment and gone into their apartments where there was no gecko to chase and bite and torture and, and eat them you know so uh They were uh, all troubled with cockroaches, and my sister hadn't wanted to use poison, like my current roommate does not wish to put poison in the environment. But the people were bothered, bewildered, and bewitched by these cockroaches, so they did use poison. And then all the cockroaches fled the toxic zone to the non-toxic zone, my sister's apartment the only place where there wasn't poison, even though there was a gecko. And this gecko was busier than ever. Uh, it had to go out several times a night to disable the cockroaches, to bring them back, and its gecko-ish cry was heard several times. But then a day came when the gecko's cry was heard no more because you see, uh, the roaches that it was eating were full of poison, were toxic, and it killed the the lizard. And my brother-in-law had to put his arm under the refrigerator and pull out the dead gecko and a huge pile of dead cockroaches, and he said, we're never gonna get one of these things again. But uh, what are you going to do? You can't fight city hall. At least it worked for a while. And if you lived in a grass hut uh, and had no poison around, the gecko would live up in the top, up in the slats, and uh, only come down at night. They can climb on uh, a smooth surface because they have evolved thousands of tiny hairs on their palms, which are like nature's Velcro. Wow. Yep. And that's what the gecko can can do. The power of evolution. Right. Another time, my sister called me and asked uh, me her opinion of a snake. She had been told by her little daughter at the time, her daughter was little, that there was a snake under the sink in the bathroom and of course uh, my sister wanted to put this childish uh, statement to uh, shame and so she opened the bathroom sink door and there was a snake which bit her uh, and so she called me and she wanted she described the snake wanted to know if there was anything to worry about uh, but according to me it wasn't it appeared to be a snake that lives in the new york area as a matter of fact of course, if you're bitten by any snake, uh, as long as the snake is not venomous, uh, you're probably not going to die, but you still might get sick because they're carnivores and they have uh, toxic uh, uh, teeth and mouths. The snake is the evolutionary descendant of varanid lizards, which is why they have that forked uh, tongue, as the varanids do. And if a Komodo dragon bit you and let you go you'd die anyway because there's so much uh, toxic sludge in its saliva so much bacteria so much uh poison and so some snakes are like this and if something bites you you ought to you know do something about it uh, but probably nothing to worry about was my diagnosis so put some iodine on there and uh of course all the stuff that she'd already done i forget whether she, she went to the doctor
1: not all uh, reptiles
0: have and uh, tongues, I guess. No, only the varanid lizards do, and of course the gila monster, which is an offshoot. Uh, oh, the
2: gila monster The
0: gila monster, or beaded lizard, Heloderma suspectum, also has a southern form found in Mexico, Heloderma horridum and they both have the forked uh, tongue that flicks out, but uh, other lizards do not. Only monitors Mm -hmm. the Varanids and uh, these Gila monsters. You know, it's interesting uh, to me that in the Mesozoic age, There were some of these monitor lizards who went back to the ocean or went to the ocean and uh, exploited living in it and became enormous sea dragons with paddles instead of uh, uh, legs. But my question is, did they retain the forked tongue? Uh That would have been spectacular to see. Mosasaurs, like the famous uh, Tylosaurus.
1: in a house where we've got uh, the big problem has ant, been
0: ants. Uh, Did uh, you say ants? Ants. That's
1: the big thing in the, in the house where I live. Hmm. Uh, well, those
0: are relatively clean. Uh, but if they're but little, they little they're like brown Argentine army ants.
2: Uh, warm, uh, yes. A, a thing, uh,
0: it could be you that think your think house is merely a... A stepping stone on an enormous ant highway that goes uh, but, uh, we, the, the back to their colony.
1: Some people here, they uh, had poison people come out and uh, poison some of the land escape uh, to kill them all. So uh,
0: Poison control, eh? <laughs> so, well, we have seen a whole lot of ants. So
1: I think it worked. Um, so I guess that's good.
0: As but long as it works, yes. But uh, of course, there is that danger of putting the poison in of the environment. Of course, uh, but yeah. It hurts you worse Ooh, than it hurts them. No, Plenty more go. where they came from. Only one of you.
1: Personally, in a toxic uh, situation, uh, of
0: course. hmm uh-huh. I think there's a Philip K. Dick and, uh, yeah, story so we got where
1: noise here too. We got the freeway nearby. And uh-huh. A train. Nearby, wow.
0: trains, of uh, You hear that lonesome whistle blow.
1: Um, but uh, you, uh, I when I first moved here, I, I it was, uh, the windows right <laughs> forward, uh, But now I don't even notice any sound anymore, uh, really. It's right, it's you know, so, part of the sound sort of, like of
0: the world. Or it was, you know, like hearing a uh, nice old clock Chime You know yeah. It's the sound yeah, that ought to I'm be there You're accustomed good. to it. In
1: the background uh, Um Yeah But it's well, nice uh, I enjoy trains
0: so Oh yes Me too you No,
1: know, uh, uh And the train travels I'm looking forward to when, it, when all the hubbub has finally lifted.
0: You're planning to go somewhere on oh, Amtrak? I
1: definitely, we'd love to. Tr- I, I'm pl- I was planning eventually, uh, eventually to jump, go on the trains again, but uh, I'm waiting for things to let up a little
0: more. Well, so ev- like everything else, that depends on whether the Republicans take over. If they do, there won't be any more trains. So well, let's hope uh, they. Oh, well, I heard Joe Biden. Uh, he, uh, oh, he's a big train fan.
2: Train
0: yeah, he's a so rail fan. He ride rides the trains the train for pleasure. Yeah. but Republicans so, uh, want to kill the, uh, Amtrak because it's a national pa- passenger service. It's not privatized. It loses it's not, money.
2: Uh, it, it's not making a profit. Uh,
0: it's n- not I mean, about it, it making does. a profit. It's about providing a service to people and uh, and relieving. It provides
1: a service to media uh, to get uh, to see the uh, United States.
0: Uh, yeah. yeah, or Canada. Uh, Mexico.
1: I uh, the yes. so, uh, I'll say, uh, Even under Trump, the trains the train ran under Trump.
0: So. Yes, that <laughs> is carryover from Obama. You see, so you leave, if, if the Republicans uh, just can put themselves in forever, as they're planning to do, oh, uh, th- they uh, will not permit uh, passenger well, Train travel uh, just like they've just made all the the postage cost more Uh, because they don't like the the US mail
1: They they wouldn't just sweep them under the rug uh, uh, Well,
0: uh, they've done it before Oh
1: really? They they, they got rid of the
2: trains once
0: before? The railroads themselves were happy to eliminate passenger uh, service It has to be subsidized by the government All the repubs need to do is pull the plug Okay. Uh, you see, cargo doesn't sue you.
2: Well, um, the
1: the uh, Republicans
0: transporting and, uh, people have them, is uh. uh not,
1: they haven't caved entirely to uh, to uh, banishing all social programs.
0: Uh, no, but that's their plan.
1: Eventually, potentially, but uh,
0: the, the sooner people. the better. That's why what keeps them in office. Their wealthy supporters uh, want no restrictions on the tycoon class. The
2: the recall going on. Holy moly.
0: Well, the guy just boasted, Larry Elder did, that uh, he would appoint a Republican to replace Feinstein. Oh yeah,
1: I hear they say Feinstein, she's like got dementia real bad right now. And so she is like ruling. they are on the cusp of replacing her. Yep. Like, whoops, yeah. So, and, and I heard, too, I mean, she was already, they were, They were like, asking her, oh, it would be good for you to step down, uh, Diane. Uh, uh. <laughs> and she was, not she was, she didn't want to do it, didn't want yep, to yep. do it, didn't want to do it.
0: Now it's, <laughs> oh, boy. Yep, well, we're in this predicament here in California because of her, because she started the, uh, a uh, climb of rent to its current astronomical level. Oh my. Oh my. She, both a landlord and a realtor, had no uh, real understanding, and was the most conservative person on the board of supervisors. Never met a, a fireman or a cop that she didn't like. Stepped into office over Moscone's blood. Dan White was a personal friend of hers, although, of course, uh, he was repudiated uh, by mm. her. She's never been the sharpest uh, tack in the room, but she uh, removed all the barriers from the rent uh, uh, being uh, raised and raised. And she thought, well, it'll probably stop at about $700 a month. That's a good base oh rent. Of course, even then I was unable to afford that, but... Uh well,
1: I mean, now like in, there's this, all this talk of inflation now.
0: Yes, they'll talk of inflation, they speak also falsely of the insolvency of social security, but the fact is mm-hmm. the economy is doing well and social okay. security is solvent.
2: Okay.
0: They just want to take that money.
2: Oh boy, oh boy.
0: It's yeah. not theirs, it's the money made by the workers, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah? Mm-hmm. And put away. I I hope the post office survives the current uh, uh, outrage on it by Louis D. They've had postal trucks exploding spontaneously, bursting into flame. Yes, you can Google this. These gas-powered devices are at the end of their life, and what they wanted was to have electric power replaced it. But, of course, Uh, the Republicans... natural Natural gas? uh, I thought it was electric that they, uh... No, no, no,
1: but they've got natural gas powered cars, and they're, they're exploding. Uh, I,
0: it's the postal uh, delivery trucks, the vehicles, uh, but that's just part of it. Uh, a lot of my mail disappeared. I th- I think it's happened well, to lots had, of people. We've had a lot of trouble
1: at the house here. Uh, yeah.
0: They,
1: they, they, they deliver, like, other people's mail here. And we have to ally. Right, right and many post
0: offices are just closed, and postal postal boxes picked up and taken to empty lots and so forth. Uh, uh-huh. It also comes out of the idea that if everybody hadn't voted by mail, Trump could have won the election, or that Trump well, really. Uh,
1: there's the Arizona uh, forensic audit, Maricopa County forensic audit, that's going to be supposedly huge in uh, so far as exposing a bunch of um, election
0: fraud. <laughs> that That's what the, that's what the talk... You know, no, that hasn't happened and won't happen, it but happen yet, it doesn't have to happen. Well, what it has to happen is for it to be going on so that people are vaguely aware for, of it, then Trump will claim it turned up something huge, but it's turned up nothing because there's nothing to to turn up, but it has I'll, I'll, also...
1: Word in the street is they've got to, it's going to be... Enormous when they release whatever
0: report it is. Well, I wonder right. what word on the street uh, that could be. There is nothing to release except that uh, they've uh, stuck the taxpayers with the bill and destroyed voting machines and are going to be successfully oh, yes, sued uh, for say. millions of dollars by the voting machine Never company. Again. Well, they've been uh, contaminated by uh, partisans, but that's... Uh, but
1: even uh, even that before uh, all this election stuff, uh, the Democrats... I, I've seen, I remember news reports where the Democrats were complaining of uh, machines being hacked. Hackable, hackable. Uh,
0: no you know, reason uh, they uh, wouldn't be so, uh, hackable, but uh, on the other hand, we're talking about successive layers of technology happening. Now,
1: so these are... Difficult questions for our
0: society. Oh. Um, I oh did you get those URLs I gave out on the show earlier well, about? I was uh, I I
1: figured oh I could ri- listen to the replay and pause it and.
0: Oh and, well, yeah, that's uh, right. And, and I may get a copy of my own to play on this uh, show. Or, or you could, when
1: you do the show notes, uh, yes, you could put it in the show notes. Uh, people can click
0: on it and click through to some
1: to it all. Right. Yes. Oh, do you have a show coming up this month again with the uh,
0: on the on uh, yes uh, on the 11th, well, I believe we've got you know, some on the
2: second, the second uh, on the
0: second Sunday, 7 uh, p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Uh, go to uh, http: colon forward slash it's forward slash gonzotronics.net forward slash ADH forward slash
1: Oh, well, I know because I usually tune in.
0: We're going to show a good cartoon, Balloonland. I don't know if you've seen it. Have you enjoyed the cartoons we've been uh, showing? Oh, I love the cartoons. Yeah. Uh, They're
1: great. Oh, my goodness, yeah. And... I really like the ones with the paint, with the paint colors uh, when they they were... uh,
0: Oh, the uh, uh, two spring with the little gnomes underground uh, yes, making the, gnomes. the spring happy. And
1: everything started coming out colored.
0: Yes. Yeah, also the one about part. the druggist's shop at night where the uh, evil poison skull shrinks the guy down to a tiny size and uh, he is, his body is forced through tubes of chemicals and uh, liquids in different colors.
1: I think I remember
0: something of this something yeah. similar but we showed some good black and white ones uh, too mm-hmm. we only got flagged on one of them which was the prehistoric Porky so we had to pull that one out and know if you download that show you see a, a different cartoon I believe uh, Joe Glow the Firefly
1: oh and I I'd never seen The 7th Voyage of Sinbad and uh, I finally watched it
0: was uh, it with, fun with
1: a friend and um because I'd seen, um, i seen the one where the prince gets turned into the, into the monkey. Yes. Um, uh, but I had, but the seventh voyage was a different one. Um, How
0: did you like that one?
1: And I thought it was great. Um, and and I was like, oh my goodness, Doctor House uses this I on his show. He uses the soundtrack. Because uh, as I was watching the show, I was like. Oh my goodness, this is the uh, Ask Dr. Howell show music. <laughs> oh, well, you use <laughs> some that music.
0: Well, yes, uh, and K-Rob likes it too. He often uses it when we're doing our live show.
1: Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, it's great music, great music. Yeah, so I was sitting, you know, uh, well, I watched it and then actually watched it. Shortly after, I went with a friend to a bar and we, uh, we got drunk and high, and I smoked some cigars, I a cigar, and we watched, uh, we watched the Seven Voyage of out on an the, the iPad there, sitting at out, some outdoor bar right here, here in the city here that I'm in. And that was why we, we were like, it was great, great, great show to see as well uh, with a friend, uh, and we are drinking and smoking and... <laughs> Uh, Actually, that's the combination, yes, of of tobacco, alcohol, and Mary Jane.
0: Very convivial.
1: It is. Holy moly. It's just, it's very, uh, uh, it's it's a pleasurable experience. Yeah. Yeah. Very pleasurable. Yep, yep, yep. And then we found uh, there were these cupcakes we found at this. Um, cupcakes. Yes, these chocolate cupcakes. Uh, at, we, at the local grocery store, um, we would we would get these cupcakes uh, that they would sell, chocolate cupcakes. And uh, we went. To, we this friend of mine and myself. We would go. Uh, we go get drunk and high and smoke cigars, and then we go to. Uh, Music concerts, like where they perform like Beethoven's Fifth or something, um, and um, we'd sit on the front row, <laughs> drunk and high, out of our, and, and, and on and on uh, tobacco, uh, out of, like out of our mind level, and um, <laughs> on the front row, uh, by the the front. front row, and um, yeah. He, uh oh so what happened was we went to this one concert and we brought these cupcakes with us uh, and i was like oh let's have cupcakes and as we're eating the cupcakes with the combination of the uh of the marijuana tobacco and and uh and uh alcohol as soon as we started eating those cupcakes we both turned to each other and we're like oh what's going on and uh Basically, it was inducing this mild psychedelic effect, so uh, which was even more like leveling us up. Uh, and wow! So uh, yes, definitely uh, go to your local grocer. Yeah, um, uh, get yourself some chocolate cupcakes.
2: Chocolate
1: and just and, and indulge in that sweetness, uh, sweetness. but what makes these and
0: particular cupcakes so all fired we don't, exceptional we, we weren't able to
1: figure it out so we just there was some uh, clearly there was some quality that they had that induced this mild psychedelic effect and it, like the colors all suddenly got brighter uh it was uh, anyway it was uh, it was uh, but it was very pleasurable. Yes, on top of the pleasure of what we were already experiencing. Yeah. So there we go, audience. Uh, yes. Ah, yes. Uh, yes, dear friend. Do that.
0: There must have <laughs> been some magic in those old cupcakes they found. Oh, my goodness.
1: Yes. Oh, boy, we've had a um, buddy of mine that I go drinking and smoking and such with. Oh boy, we had some great. Uh, yes, getting getting in that in that zone. Oh, it's great. Yeah.
0: I remember once I was at uh, Black Rock with uh, Chicken John's bus. Uh-huh. You know, K Rob was along, and he was in charge of the music, which was was played. You know, he was like the DJ. And when, uh, we had to take all the tents down and break camp, uh, he played the music from, from the Seventh Voyage of Sinbad of the giant uh-huh. rock, uh, landing, you know, uh-huh. the wind that its wind, wings makes blowing and so on. It worked very well as, uh, camp, uh, taking down music.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yes, great, uh, great shows, uh.
0: Well, we're yep. keeping up uh, with it, uh, despite discouraging developments. Uh, uh, who knows? Maybe we can just keep on doing what we've always done. Oh, uh, uh, in what developments? Uh, uh, the. Uh, uh, it, oh, that's the,
1: that's the lockdown uh, stuff. Uh, lift some more. All sorts
0: of stuff like that. Yeah. Yes, that uh, these
1: things will will lift away. They'll fade off, and we'll, we'll go off into uh, the sunlit uplands of a of better day. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Ah, uh, my goodness. Yes, it was great to hear on the show. I hear some T. Goldie.
0: Again, and, yeah, Pete, uh, uh, Michael Peppy, uh, again. Philo, uh, Philo. Yeah. Uh, Doug, uh, Bob Nelson, uh, and K-Rob. Yeah, yeah, the great, the great to hear, hear, hear their voices
1: again. Yeah, actually, I downloaded some old, uh, Old, uh had old
2: military just to get myself a little fixed one
1: day like, uh, It'd be good
0: to listen to some
1: old uh, uh, Dr.
0: Fiasco and, yes. and So what? I did <laughs> yep. Well if I am able to communicate with him I'll let him know that uh, you miss uh, hearing his uh, stuff
1: Oh, oh, uh, uh, Dr. Fiasco, you mean? Yes. No, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, Dr. Fiasco, he's like, he's great. Oh.
0: Had to go to great. Brazil, uh, where he, uh, I believe, is now. Well,
1: oh, has he gone back to Brazil?
0: Well, he had a family business to attend to.
1: Uh, oh, okay. So it was not a it's not a permanent... Uh, it's difficult
0: to tell. I certainly oh, okay. wish him the best.
1: I know he's kind of led up to the other. They they had a baby.
0: They had two. Oh,
1: so now they got two. Yeah, two two uh, uh, daughters. Okay, that's great. Great to hear. Great. And how is uh um how uh, how is Pete's family holding up?
0: Well, I uh, see them when I go to do Reloadio. I oh, couldn't.
1: Okay. Oh, co- oh R- that's right, I heard somebody say that. that
0: I couldn't do R- it last time because I had to house sit for my cousin. But I expect no. to be there, I suppose, tomorrow night.
1: Okay, tomorrow night. But they're, uh, they're holding up just fine then, I guess.
0: They're doing as well as can be expected. As
1: well as can be, as well as can be, sure. Oh, that's gotta, oh, sheesh, sheesh, oh, yeah, yeah, he, like, helped her through, uh, cancer recovery, and mm-hmm. then, and then, and then he gets it,
0: oh. And at the beginning of the pandemic, when, uh, isolation was so necessary.
2: Well, oh, sure, well, I'll I think it was February when he passed.
0: Uh-huh. Yes, uh huh. Yes. Just as everything started to come down, you know, it was in March oh, that. Uh, well, I think the lockdowns
1: really. uh... Oh, yeah, I was around where the
2: lockdowns were
0: starting. Yes, to get. yes. Right. Uh, also, another friend, uh, Michael M., uh, uh, died and was, you know, people were unable to gather, unable to do anything except a virtual. Oh, yeah, no, it's
1: been horrible. Yes. Horrible. Ugh. Yeah. I mean, I know several people in the past as well, during personal... Yes, account, yes. Uh, and then uh, there was like... What's one to do? Uh, the family had... I think they. some people did Zoom um, memorial services, but it's like, still like not the same.
0: Right. Well, uh, the thing to do is to have the parties when it is possible, not to forget. Sure, sure. sure. Yeah.
1: I will, maybe I might bring that up to a couple of friends say, hey, maybe we could get together and have a memorial for all the people that passed. Just to all,
0: for all of them. Well, that too, but also for each individual uh, person, rather than throwing them all into a portmanteau of, uh, uh, you know, a sentimental farewell to everybody.
1: Into the columbarium.
0: Have you ever seen the displays in there?
1: Oh, in a columbarium.
0: Yes, I, in the one in San Francisco. Uh, no, I'm not, I'm the fans no. and friends of the dead create little shrines which are in there behind glass, you know. Oh, I really? suppose my friends, if I were there, could put some plastic dinosaurs in there. It's that sort of thing. The columbarium itself is well worth visiting since it is an exact duplicate of an ancient Roman uh, structure in inside uh-huh. and out with the Roman uh, tile on the floor and uh, there's a an, one single caretaker who will let, let you in if you're interested uh, you know but uh, it's not a, a place for skylarking really but a home of the dead. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, they call it a columbarium, and uh, basically there's a big tank and uh, in the ground, and they pour the ashes into the tank in the ground. And every, all the ashes of all the dead people are piled up together.
0: Yes, uh, big thing. that's what happens. Well, there is certainly more than one columbarium. I was thinking of the one in San Francisco, ah. but uh, in Colma, the city of the dead, there's oh, one. Yeah in the Catholic uh, uh, cemetery, a giant building with 40-foot-high ceilings and so on that you can walk into, uh, elaborately carved uh, furniture and uh, the endless rows of the urns of the departed. Of course.
1: Yes, I remember seeing it in... Um, oh, I've got a, I have an advanced degree in urban planning. Uh-huh. And, uh, and there's, a, um, there's a book, a famous book, called A Pattern Language, uh, written by uh, a, a bunch of Berkeley, UC Berkeley professors, actually, uh, and, and written in the 70s, and uh, it's actually the book that really taught me to have an interest in, in planning that field, and, uh, and then, uh, but in the book, uh, as one flips to the pages... It has a black-and-white picture of the massive array of uh, the graves in (laughs) Colma.
0: Yes, uh, the uh, graveyards themselves are amazing places to wander since they have such elaborate uh, temples and... uh, you know, there's a Stonehenge, there are castles, there are Egyptian oh, wow, tombs, wow. there are uh, Greek and Roman temples, um, mm-hmm. giant angels doing things, you know, uh, all sorts uh, of uh, stuff. Oh,
1: sure, sure. Oh, my, and that's and, well now. in New Orleans, uh, I don't know, got flooded again. But, uh,
0: the thing about New Orleans is you can't bury there. anyone there because the... Ground is so saturated with water that the bodies come up. So they all have to have these mausoleums above the water line. Yes,
1: above, uh huh. uh, So they don't. Oh, because if they put them in the ground, the graves pop
0: up. The ground gives them back. And ground uh, ground forces the bodies up and out.
1: Yes, it forces them up. like, uh, Like stones in the Central Valley.
0: It's wet and soggy, marshy, squishy, it, squashy. They get, popped,
1: they get popped up, although with, uh, with drought conditions, I suppose.
2: Well,
0: here we have the opposite so. problem of everything turning to dust. Uh, there they have too much water.
1: Well, we had uh, we had that stand there where where the Oracle Dam was
0: overflowing uh, mm-hmm. uh,
1: that once, and now the Oracle Dam is uh, the lake.
0: <laughs> yes. Well, uh, just
1: a, just a, a tiny uh, bit of what it once was. A moment. Oh boy. Oh boy. Yep. Holy moly.
0: Now you can hear the th- disco thumping, no doubt, oh, through yeah, the microphone. I,
1: we can hear the disco. Oh, sure. In the background there.
0: Yes, I was told just to this live with it. Well,
1: it's not, uh, well, I guess, uh, Bruno's was not, uh, it was distant enough that it wouldn't, uh, impede the
0: broadcast. If I put, uh, all-nighters in, I could reach the place where they all go home, and then it's quiet and you can do things. But, right, you could uh, get, uh,
1: they have this sh- sheeting, um, that one can put on mm, uh, engine uh, between the passenger compartment and the engine area. Yes. They have this material that absorbs
0: sound. So, uh, well, we need the door, uh, the front wall covered uh, the floor, maybe. I don't know. But definitely this wall right uh, on the other side is the club. And then there's a sort of a whispering gallery effect where in the bathroom you're uh, a very thin wall away from the girls' bathroom and you can hear all the girls uh, talking, uh, most interesting, some of the things they say.
1: Of course. Well, um...
0: That's the bathroom of the club I'm talking about.
1: Ah, the bathroom of the club. The make out room. The thin, thin bathroom walls of the club. The
0: make out room is the club.
1: That's the make out room, yes,
0: mm-hmm. well, yes I've I've performed there th- in the th- past. More quickly. I've seen others perform. Then, well, like Robin Coomer who's going to do another uh video for our show coming up.
2: Oh, okay. For the show.
0: Yes. And we we'll hope to have zero boy uh to there were some interesting monster movie moments on the subject of prehistory.
1: Yeah, I, Zero Boy, actually, he's my, one of my early memories of the Ask Dr. Howell show. Oh, really? Yeah, on the very, very, very first uh, Dr. Howell show, where I actually came into the studio, um, on that very first day, or first, uh, my first coming into the studio, um, that night, you boy was there. Yeah. It was back in, uh, back in Um, I can't, I... I Do you
0: remember maybe, what year?
1: Uh, maybe it was 2010 or 11, I'm not sure.
0: Sounds uh, about right.
1: But um, I, I can't, my first visit into the studio, um, took on um, to the Dr. Hal show.
0: Oh that little station that they had in there. That was when we were actually doing radio, uh oh, emitting radio broadcasting
1: actually through the air.
0: Exactly.
1: Wow, okay. So uh, but not like today. The first, the first my first visit to the in, for an in studio show, actually I showed up and that night it was like uh, I I I show up there Outside the outside the filet and sh- who shows up? Um, Stang showed up that that night, and Philo, and and puzzling, and uh, and Zero Boy. We're, we were all like, and you, we're, we were all loaded into that little dinky studio, um, and uh, yes, and the song was going around and around the room, and uh, and oh boy, and it was great. Zero-Boy was like, wow, listening to him. <laughs> um, and, yes, they are in the studio. You two were just seeing off, like, uh, the, between the two of you, you were, like, building off each other, like, big time. It was great, uh, you and 0 Boy in studio together. Yeah.
0: Yeah, he's uh, a, definitely an asset to have at the microphone.
1: Yeah, he, he, he is great. He is great. And uh, that was—I was, uh, was, I, I was stunned <laughs> that the first, my first coming up into the studio there, Stang showed up and Philo. Yeah, <laughs> it was like, I was like, what in the world?
0: You never know who <laughs> might turn up.
1: Who might turn up? I was stunned, uh, but uh, but it was great. I didn't stay for the whole night either. I, I left a bit early to catch uh, to catch the train uh, back to. Uh, um, in the middle. Yes. Because right, the train, uh, though, then it would leave San Francisco and I would stay with a friend in San Jose. And uh, so I'd catch the, the midnight train. The midnight, uh, uh, whatever um, it is. Born on a mountaintop in Tennessee, Green estate in the land of the free. Tennessee, i know in the woods, so do you ever dream?
0: where Davy Crockett came from well it's also the birth uh, place and home of Casey Jones great railroad engineer the Casey Jones railroad museum is in Tennessee Dedicated to the memory of Casey Jones, John Luther Jones. Well, he was uh, on the Illinois Central Railroad, uh, not anywhere near Chattanooga, but he went into Mississippi, which is where his famous locomotive crash uh, took place.
1: Wow, green
0: there. David, There's a postage stamp that uh, commemorates uh, Casey Jones also. I mean, there was one. I have them, uh, but they're no longer current, though they were not uh, demonetized by the post office. The stamp shows Casey Jones' face in the middle, which is sort of a long-faced individual. He looks sort of like H.P. Lovecraft. And then on one side, his old locomotive is charging up and on the other side a modern for the time diesel train is charging so it looks as if these two trains are going to crash in the middle where his face is uh is floating a most interesting stamp engraved uh, by the old post office
1: promontory
0: point where the Golden Spike was driven in uh, 1869. It was, you know, completing Lincoln's Moonshot, which was to build the Transcontinental Railroad. It was something his administration started and then it was finished. Oh, but of course, when you have the railroad, the greatest expense is not the rolling stock, but maintaining the roadbed. Keeping the track so it will support the huge heavy train that's coming through with loads of toxic chemicals and other things, it would be bad know, uh, to the, spill. The route that goes
1: from uh, Seattle to Chicago through the northern states, yeah. um, I know they are building like, they're, they're building, uh, like parallel lines up there. That now. must be a
0: spectacular route.
1: Like, they're building more, like, I know this one town up there. And, and I, I was out there last year, and uh, and they're building a new bridge for additional tracks. They're going to have another line of tracks like, paralleling it all the way to Chicago. And I was like, oh, okay, I guess you want to have a lot of more trains. Okay. All right, good. Good.
0: <laughs> yes, the more the better. Because... The alternative is huge uh, trucks generating uh, particulate oh, yes. matter it's and diesel pollution. It's more energy efficient to actually do things by rail. Certainly. Yeah. Uh, the railroad, uh, a great uh, institution.
1: Yes, supposed to be uh, a lot more energy efficient than flying, I've heard.
0: That is for sure. And flying is also a major polluter, which the railroad is not. Boy, it sucks up, yeah, the gasoline. Rocket ships unfortunately also heavily pollute. Well,
1: maybe they'll get uh maybe with some softer technology they won't have to and one day one day, maybe when maybe before the exodus come, but maybe maybe
0: when they come. I guess it was Jeff Bezos, not Richard Branson, who was just censored because his spaceship went into the air lanes when it was uh, a little bit out of control. Though there was no damage done still. The uh, FAA were not pleased about it. Oh, wow. Okay. He, uh, he interfered in some
1: uh, air.
0: Yeah, the spaceship is volplaning up and down as it enters the atmosphere and it went down into an air lane where it could have run into a giant airliner or somebody up there using it. Of course. Yeah. Because every inch of space in the sky is mapped out by g- ground okay. control. Yeah. Yes, that's what's always so uh, irritating when I'm hearing people say, well, how come we don't have the flying cars, which we were supposed to have in the future? uh, but, But they're here, they exist, but they can't be used because you can't take off. Once your car leaves the ground and becomes an aerial vehicle, then it has to be regulated like an aerial vehicle. It can only be in a special flight lane. You have to file a flight plan before you take off. You know, all this. Yeah, otherwise, the whole sky is full of idiots driving as badly as they drive on the (laughs) ground and hitting each other. uh, But they have the flying cars. They've had them for years. They just can't. Nobody can use them. Uh, Hugh Hefner bought one. I never got to fly it.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I've seen them uh, I, I, years ago. I saw this one. Uh, yes, uh, somebody was driving down the freeway, and uh, and then they were like, "Oh, here, watch this!" And they pulled uh the, pulled this part out of the car. And pulled out
0: the they're hopping over car. other cars.
1: And uh, and then it, it basically the air the air. Uh, car turned into an aeroplane. Right. They the well,
0: they have the good ones now, which are essentially beefed up giant drones. You know, like a, a two-seater drone for two uh, people. It's just oh, a, that's right. They've
1: got the drone flying thing. Yes. yes. That's right.
0: Yes. There's uh, like six propellers or something in it. Yeah. It just takes off. They're very maneuverable. And the yeah, computer so controls the... Uh, ah, okay. Uh, so that
1: would uh, maybe keep them from bumping against each
0: other. Well, in, in addition to bumping, there's yawing, pitching, and potential flipping out the uh, oh, passengers. Oh, sure. You know, you don't want that. But with the computer, it keeps it level, and uh, gyroscopes ah. keep it uh, inertially stable.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, a segue of the sky.
0: Yes. I guess. I guess.
1: Like, like the Segway has its... Uh, what happened to traversing.
0: Dean Kamen? Is he still around? Uh, he w- created the, the Segway, you know. Oh. And the that's name sure. Segway suggests, like, it is a step toward something else, something oh, that's uh-huh. coming. But if he died without being able to come out with it, that would be unfortunate. You n- uh sure, huh. r- 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 no, I well, drew these uh that was the next step that he as a comic book artist, I drew horror uh, comics. Mm-hmm. Did you ever see them?
1: Um, I know of your like I've uh, seen some of your works in the uh, Sub Genius hmm.
0: Well, there I was a uh, there comedy. was a comic book called Tomb Tales. And I had stories in there, also artwork, and then they gathered all the stories that that I had done for Tomb Tales into a single book called Grave Yarns, which had nothing but my uh, horror stories in there. That is to say, I drew them. They were written by the editor of this comic book company. So uh, uh, there's a reason I'm, I'm telling you this. It has to do with uh, what we were just uh, discussing. But perhaps you could remind me as to what uh, that we're
1: was. flying cars.
0: Oh, yes, uh, flying cars. Well, I wonder if that was... Oh, then the Segway. The Segway. Now, thank you. That's it. Uh, you see, these uh, horror comics uh, had covers by very famous comic artists from the 1950s for the E.C. Entertaining Comics line.
2: Oh, sure, E.C., uh-huh.
0: And you know about them. Well, one of those guys was Jack Kamen, who drew uh, in the tales from the crypt, uh, the vault of horror, the haunt of fear, and so forth. Uh, he also drew in some of the science fiction books. He was an E.C. stalwart. And he was still alive to uh, participate in these comics that I was in. Uh, in oh, okay. fact, he okay. he liked my work, apparently. This is what I was told. Which is is wonderful. I mean, that historically I would be on such a uh, degree of separation from uh, an EC cartoonist, uh, Jack Kamen, although I never met uh, Jack Kamen. Other uh, EC cartoonists were George Evans, who did a cover depicting a, a, a scene in a story that I drew. Uh, they eventually got Jack Davis, uh, Frank Frazetta, uh, they had Johnny Craig uh, do some, some nice covers. Of course, he couldn't do a bad cover if he tried. They couldn't get Graham Engels and Wally Wood uh, was dead. So Jack Kamen, this old guy who was a vigorous cartoonist for the ECs, uh, had a son. That son was Dean Kamen who created the Segway. Okay. So Jack, in his old age, not like an impoverished cartoonist, gets helicopter rides from his uh, incredibly wealthy and successful uh, son. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I wonder what the segue was segwaying uh, toward. Hmm. Was it segueing toward a one wheel device with gyroscopes?
1: Or, uh, or one without any uh, handlebars?
0: One yeah. One with
1: just a pedestal? Yeah. And uh, then stood on the pedestal? Maybe? Who knows? Hmm. Uh, we're 159.
0: I'm not sure how much more. Oh no! I think this is a good time for me to make my okay, departure. Great. But Super. thanks for the extra hour. I will see if I can post it. If I can post any of it, that is. People have been having problems, but we'll see.
1: All right. Thanks, Doctor
0: Hell. Thanks for calling. Good night. Great. And so that hour-long phone call concludes the uh, uh, extra hour appended to the Ask Dr. Hal show. With any luck, this will be posted in the column on the podcast page, accessible by anyone going to the Radio Valencia site.